Prospect candidates discuss their views as the Chamber Candidates Forum series continues. Radio Cayman's April Cummings has more. Independent Sabrina Turner highlights her community work in Prospect as a key reason for her desire to run for office. The reason I am running um, is because of I want to continue to serve the people of the Prospect Electoral District at an even higher level. After being able to serve them in a leadership role as their community leader uh, for almost six years, the gratitude uh, that have that I that I have felt from the people, residents and kids alike, um, has resonated with me. Incumbent Austin Harris, running as an independent, but also as a member of the Alliance with the People's Progressive Movement, says he wants to build on the experience he gained as a member of the coalition government. You certainly have uh, a difficult decision to make, but certainly I do hope that decision will be to re-elect me as your representative for Prospect. I'm standing for re-election in the constituency of Prospect on a four-year track record of proven performance. I have delivered for the people of Prospect. Challenger Michael Miles. I'm about outcomes. We have to start to look at how we proceed forward in our country because every day that I turn on the TV, we are having our children, we're having our people go into our prison system, court system, we are having our people become unemployed. Look around. We have a concrete jungle. We're losing the fact that Cayman is this beautiful place that we should enjoy. While the candidates discuss their views on national issues from civil partnerships to reopening the borders, they also address concerns specific to their constituents. We have some serious development happening right now in Prospect. And without proper legislation in our land laws where water has to be contained within the land, not, not enough infrastructure is put in, and we are going to have a disaster on our hands. We have to address flooding. As I canvassed, I've knocked on every door in Prospect just about, and the number one issue that people are dealing with is flooding. I agree completely. A major flood water drainage program is needed, particularly for Prospect proper, in between Marina and Mangrove. Um, that project is going to be a costly one. That project will mean more inconvenience before uh, it is alleviated. But I have established relationships and spoken with the NRA. And if re-elected, that certainly will be a major capital project that I will support. The Cayman Islands Chamber of Commerce is hosting the candidates' forums and has invited all candidates on all three islands to participate. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. The forums continue tonight at 7.15 p.m., featuring the candidates running for the parliamentary seat in Savannah. Catch them live on Radio Cayman's Facebook page and YouTube channel. The chief medical officer, Dr. John Lee, reports that 301 COVID-19 tests have been carried out since this was last reported on Wednesday, March 10th. Three were positive. The individuals are travelers who tested positive following routine screening. They will remain in isolation until considered recovered. The number of people in isolation either at a government facility or in their homes as required by the medical officer of health is 780. The total number of COVID-19 vaccines administered to date is 31,152. So far, 21,262, 32.7% of the estimated population, have received at least one dose of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, while 9,890 have completed the two-dose course. 
Honorable Premier Alden McLaughlin hopes that as COVID numbers continue to fall in the UK and US, coupled with rising vaccination numbers, the Cayman Islands can go into the next phases. When we reach the threshold that a substantial percentage of the population will be vaccinated, then we should be able to remove the need for quarantine altogether. But to reach a rate of, for example, 80%, it is likely we will need to have vaccinations available for children too. The new regulations will bring more changes. Should a traveler provide a false vaccination certificate, then the person will have committed an offense and will be liable on conviction to a fine of $10,000 and to two years imprisonment. Medical vaccination certificates can be submitted in electronic form. Vaccinations for children should be available by the summer. Cayman is getting a new full-time Grand Court Justice. His Excellency the Governor Martin Roper has announced the appointment of Deemster David Doyle as a full-time judge of the Grand Court to serve in the Financial Services Division. A Deemster is a judge on the Isle of Man. The Financial Services Division is an integral part of our Grand Court, providing an extremely high level of expertise in the complex litigation that arises out of the Cayman Islands' world-class standing in the financial industry. It is expected that Deemster Doyle will take up his new appointment in summer 2021. Shortly after 9 p.m. yesterday, the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service responded to a report of a robbery at a business in Plaza Venezia on North Sound Road, Georgetown. Two men entered the business, one brandishing a machete, and demanded cash from the employees. They then fled the scene on a blue scooter in the direction of the intersection of North Sound Road and Shedden Road with a quantity of cash taken from the register. The suspects are described as being dressed in dark-colored clothing and wearing gloves. One was wearing a helmet and the other appeared to be of fair complexion and was wearing a hoodie and mask covering the bottom half of his face. The matter is currently under investigation and anyone with any information is asked to contact Georgetown CID at 949-4222. Another round of stipends have been approved by the Ministry of Health for local musicians affected by the continued downturn in our tourism and hospitality industry. This additional one-time stipend of $1,000 will be paid by April the 2nd. Persons who applied previously and received the stipend do not need to reapply. Our ministry team will reach out to you over the next couple of weeks to reconfirm your details. Health Minister the Honorable Dwayne Seymour says those who did not previously apply and are now seeking assistance should get in touch with the ministry's policy advisor for culture, Natasha Powell, at natasha.powell at gov.ky or call 244-2369 to obtain and submit their application. Good news for folks in Cayman's consumer-owned renewable energy program, also known as CORE. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller reports. The Utility Regulation and Competition Office has approved Caribbean Utility Company's new feed-in tariff rates of the CORE program. 500 kilowatts of capacity have been released with a new rate of 17.5 cents per kilowatt hour for smaller systems of up to 5 kilowatts and a flat 15 cents per kilowatt hour for systems between 5 kilowatts and 10 kilowatts. The 500 kilowatt representation is a reallocation of capacity from the Distributed Energy Resources Program in an effort to support the demand for core and local solar photovoltaic industries. The core program was set up in 2011 
2011 to encourage homeowners and businesses to install renewable energy systems by using renewable energy instead of fossil fuels to generate electricity. CUC and its customers are able to reduce greenhouse gases, reduce the use of natural resources, and contribute to the overall protection of the environment both in the Cayman Islands and globally. Executive Director of Energy and Utilities at Offreg, Greg Anderson. The program has been very successful in launching renewable energy at the consumer level. As more people move to renewable energy generation and help reduce the load on the transmission and the distribution system, CUC's overall fuel consumption reduces, which in turn reduces carbon dioxide, nitrous oxide, and sulfur dioxide emissions in line with the goals of the national energy policy. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. The Health Services Authority will temporarily suspend its computed tomography scan service. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more. The suspension is effective tomorrow, Friday, March 12th, to facilitate the installation of a new state-of-the-art scanner that will deliver better quality images in a faster and safer way. The Revolution CT allows radiologists the ability to lower radiation doses while capturing rich imaging, making the process safer for patients. It enables cardiac CT scans to be easier and more efficient for radiologists to use. Other capabilities of the machine include CT fluoroscopy that enables real-time image control over the entire body and rapid and precise CT angiography, which helps to diagnose and evaluate blood vessel disease or related conditions, such as aneurysms or blockages. The public will be notified as soon as the new scanner is operational. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. The installation process is expected to take approximately two weeks. Cayman joins the rest of the world in the annual observance of World Kidney Day today. World Kidney Day is a global campaign that aims to raise awareness of the importance of the kidneys to people's overall health and to reduce the frequency and impact of kidney disease and its associated health problems worldwide. This year's theme, Living Well with Kidney Disease, aims to both increase education and awareness about effective symptom management and patient empowerment among those affected by kidney disease disease with the goal of encouraging life participation. And that was your evening news for Radio Cayman. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.